Blog Talk Radio. Granny Hawker and Big Swing. Live from the studio here in New York, on the phone line, we have North Dakota's very own The Icon, and all the way out in Las Vegas here today, or tonight, rather, it's night here, it's a day there still, uh, it is Granny Hawker who just was doing her convention. We weren't sure if we were going to have Granny tonight but uh, we do and that's always great so uh, I don't know if Granny was able to see any of Raw but we can keep you guys updated on that as well um, but Icon uh, I heard you um, you were on Jordan's show again last night yeah I hijacked it again you always you seem, you seem to enjoy doing that well you know sometimes you know sometimes you know you have to uh, you have to do things to uh, you know show points and, uh, you know, uh, and the icon did that by hijacking the show. And the thing is, you know, he didn't realize that the icon has changed the password, so he can't get into his show. Only I can now. So I'm going to keep hijacking it. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, actually, Big Swing, I'm, I'm laying here in my hotel room in beautiful Las Vegas, actually relaxing and unwinding, laying on my bed, watching Raw as we speak. I had to have the TV turned down, you know, of course, because I'm on the show. But, um, I, yeah, I'm just I'm just chilling out. I, I fly back to Arkansas tomorrow uh, afternoon. I'll be back home by tomorrow night. I've been how, gone how for five the days. Well, the flight was good. It was a full plane. I mean, we have um, pretty much no NBC flying out to Vegas. I left XNA Airport about 9.06 Thursday night, and we got to Las Vegas about 10 o'clock, and by the time we got all on the shuttle buses, it was like midnight. By the time we got here to the hotels, now my other friends on a route from Springdale, 
Arkansas were actually staying at Bally's, and I was here at the Paris Hotel, and, uh, you know, so they helped me. They got my scooter for me. They helped get me, you know, Bellhop got me to my, got my leg, me and my luggage to my room, and I unpacked my suitcase and ironed my clothes and took a shower at 2 o'clock Friday morning and went to bed at 2.15 and was back up at 5.30 Friday morning to start my day. Hey, Granny, you're kind, of, you're kind of breaking up there a little bit. but uh, Oh, sorry. My my phone, my phone slipped. Friday night, I uh, got a good night's sleep. Um, Saturday morning, I was back up early, you know, for another day of um, meetings and uh, training sessions. And then um, yesterday, I was up early again. I got my star recorder degree and um, had a beautiful breakfast and um, had... um, you know, more meetings, and then today was the joint installation session, and I had some another training class I had to go to. And, guys, I can officially tell you what the other reason why Granny was here in Las Vegas other than getting my star recorder degree. I can officially tell you now. What is it? Friday afternoon, they announced all the what they call incoming deputy grand regents for each state at the Women of the Moose opening session. Now, when I got this letter in December saying that I had been selected for this position, I could not tell anybody except my husband. He was the only one I could tell. I could tell I, I could not tell anybody else until it was officially announced. That's how confidential this is. Well, that being said, what my position is, I will be what they call an officer in charge at our local state convention. And next year I'll be installed in August, this August. And then I will preside over the women's meetings next year at our mid-year and our annual convention. I don't know if it's going to be in Little Rock. They're talking about maybe moving it back to Hot Springs. I don't know. So that was the other reason why Granny was out here, for that reason. Oh, well, well, good you know, stuff. Good what, stuff. Jenny, that's uh, that does sound really cool, you know. And you know, I'm I'm glad that uh, you're moving up, and you know, you're basically in charge. So you know, when you think about it, in a way, you're like uh, you know Eric Bischoff or Paul Heyman. You're at large and in charge, basically. And uh, <laughs> I'll let you comment. I'll let you comment that on just in one second. I just want to let everybody know uh, who our guests are tonight, real quick. Uh, we have right. uh, John, uh, Johnny uh, Caparella. Uh, he's going to be on at around 9.15. He uh, runs uh, uh, women. Uh, why do I always have trouble saying what he does? I just, I, I always seem to, I always seem to get tongue tied when, uh, and it's, it's not that hard of a word, but I always forget to pronounce it. Uh, it's uh, Russellicious. I, I don't know why I keep forgetting that. He's uh, head of Russellicious. He's going to talk to us. And then about 15 minutes after that, we have Hollywood from G-L-O-W, the Glow Girls. We have Jeannie Besson. She's going to be with us. And the last hour of the show, we are going to have David Sullivan on with us, who is Kevin Sullivan's brother. 
So be ready for that. It's going to be a big show. And I want to let you guys know that next week I, I'm going to be on vacation. I'm going to try and be on the show. But if not, I'll get you. I'll let you guys know the guest information, all that stuff, so you guys have that. I will try and pop on, but I can't guarantee it because I'm going to be in another part of the state uh, where there is no signal at all, really. And uh, that's well. Why are you going? Why, why are you going away the hell out there? Well. Uh, my mom, dad, and myself, and uh, my lovely gal, Bernadette, are going to be going on vacation together. It's the first time the four of us have ever went anywhere, any kind of vacation together. So we did just want to get away, and we never, ever go anywhere or take a vacation. So that's what we're going to be doing. And the thing is, they're probably listening to the show right now because I'm going to have them listen to it as we go down there. So I'll give a shout out to Bernadette, my mom and my dad, who I'm having listen to the show right now. It'll be recorded. It won't be live, but I'm going to have them listen to it. And also Thank real you. quick guys, real quick guys. I just want to send out a shout out. Uh, I express my deepest sympathy to Johnny Gray and his family. We lost Johnny Gray last Sunday. Uh, he was killed in a car accident. We had his funeral yesterday, slash prayer service, slash um, wake, I guess. And they had me do a little speaking there. Uh, uh. And I, this actually the first time I've actually been silent, believe it or not. I, I got really choked up, and I couldn't. I couldn't. Um, I. I I couldn't say all I was going to say, and it's choking me up now. However, huh? You know, Johnny well, are Gray, you um, now? Now was he? Was he? Oh, I'm not. I'm not obviously a, a a as big of a follower of the Invaders uh, as you are. I really only know who they are because of you. Um, was she one of the? Um, was she one of the? Uh, well, was he one of the top players, or how did that work? Well, uh, he's a defensive lineman, number 77, and okay. he was known as having the best and the biggest beard in the league because, you know, that's beard, what he, does. Okay. he was a beard stylist too. And the thing is, he got injured, so he was not able to play this season, but he still did everything he could to help out the team, you know, kind of like I do. And, uh, you know, it's 38 years old is – Way too young, young. to be going. Yeah, that's very young. It's only eight years older than so, me. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and uh, oh. three years younger yeah. than myself. So, yeah, huh? Yeah, so, that's, Johnny, that's crazy, you're man. Down at us, we miss you, and I know you're watching right now. Anyway, well, there we so go. Our first guest going in here in about four minutes. So. Real quick here, and then we, we can touch on this. We'll talk about this till our uh, guest shows up. But I'm just going to ask you guys your opinion on uh, – I'm going to ask your opinion, but I'm going to give my opinion first. That they have Eric Bischoff running Raw, and they have Paul Heyman running SmackDown. Now, the reason why they're doing this is because they do not want these guys to go to AEW. I know Paul Heyman's under contract, but, you know, that's why they hooked Bischoff. Remember the Monday Night Wars before? 
That's why they did it. Oh, okay. Any guys' <clears throat> thoughts on that? Um, well, I mean, I don't know. AEW, um, AEW's interesting to me. I mean, I saw the, um, I saw the, uh, the thing the other day with, with Cody Rhodes, um, and, you know, how he got hit in the head or whatever. And, you know, I, I know it's kayfabe and all that, but to me, it's, it's weird to me. AEW is, you know, the attitude era style of, of WWE that, you know, I, I grew to love when I was watching it, but it also, it, it, I don't know. I was watching the fighter thing or whatever that last show from them was. And to me, it just kind of, it kind of felt, um, it, it kind of felt, you know, underground to me. So I, I just, I, I feel like they've, they've got a lot of work to do. They've got a great talented lineup and, you know, Paul Heyman and, and Eric Bischoff, I think honestly could help. AEW, to be honest with you. Uh, but, you know, I, I understand Vince, you know, lost JR. He lost a lot of his old superstars to them, and, and he obviously doesn't want to lose somebody who's so involved with creative like Paul Heyman is. But I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I just I feel like AEW is, you know, AEW is going to be the wrestling of the future, and they're going to give a bigger run for their money to WWE even than TNA did. I, I, I really feel that. And uh, now will they be as successful as TNA down the road? You know, who the hell knows? But I, I really feel like this is the first real pressure that WWE and Vince McMahon has felt in almost 20 years. And, uh, and, and you know, I, I love it. I really do. Yeah, it's about time too. You know? It's about yeah, it's about time something you know, something happens because I mean this this um this business, this industry, um, this industry needs a boost. And if you know, if, if, if they're gonna be the one to to boost it, then great. But I mean, you know, I obviously WWE today, if you guys watched Raw, um, they started off with a little um you know, they, they, they started off with a little, uh, you know, violence, I guess you can call it, uh, with the Falls Count Anywhere match between Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. Uh, but they're still, they, they just, they still feel like they're, you know, the, the, the segments just aren't as exciting. Even the talking segments uh, just aren't as, as exciting. And they're just not as, you know, they're just not as, as, as climactic, I guess, as they used to be. And I, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, they're getting better. Don't get me wrong. They're definitely getting better. Uh, but I just, I don't feel like WWE really has it anymore, unfortunately. And, you know, I'm going to start watching it. I really am. It's interesting that Bobby Lashley and, uh, Braun Strowman are going to have a match here at the Fargo Dome here in Fargo. I guess it's going to be a either a, like a no holds barred match or some kind of hardcore match. I guess. So I guess they're really pushing those two. So our guest should be calling in here shortly. So if uh, 
keep an eye on that. Um, we can go from there when they call in. Awesome. So, um, so Granny, if, if you didn't get a chance to see uh, earlier, um, it, they started off raw with a false count anywhere match uh, between. Well, they showed they, they and, showed the replay of it a few minutes the, ago. Oh, you put him through the video board. Yeah, yeah, where he put him through the board and the sparks turf flying everywhere and Tom taking him to the hospital and ambulances. So. Yeah, well, which was pretty cool. They haven't done something like that in a while. Um, but you know, I I still feel like you know they they had a pretty good pretty good match with um, you know, pretty good match with uh, the Viking Experience and Samoa Joe uh, versus the New Day. Um, you know, but I, I just WWE's become so predictable now, where you know they build these matches right, and when you were in the Attitude Era at times, uh, they they built these matches. And they, um, you, you never knew what was going to happen at the pay-per-view. You know, you never knew if Stone Cold was going to lose the belt or if The Rock was going to get screwed or if somebody was going to do whatever, whatever, whatever. Now it seems like it's too predictable. They're building this Samoa Joe Kofi Kingston thing, and you know that they're not going to have, you know, Kofi lose the belt at Extreme Rules. If he loses it, it's going to be at SummerSlam. So it, it's just like they build these matches, but if, if you know their trends – you can't get excited about these matches because you already know what's coming. They they become that predictable, so that's that's why I um I'm not putting too much stock into the Samoa Joe thing. Yes, they are on the line here, so I'm gonna uh, quickly jump to mute on my end for a second. I will let you go ahead and do your thing. Uh, I will be listening though, so I'll jump in if you come to me. Um, but yeah, so Icon, I'm going to put them on right now. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. He is our first combatant of the night, and he gets to work with the hottest ladies in the history of wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, my hero, I give you Mr. Wrestlelicious himself. He is Johnny Carparella. Hey, Johnny, how are you? Hey, guys. Hey, man, thanks for having me. Was that not the best in-ring introduction you've ever that had? Was, I was just going there. I was just going there. That, I think that was the best introduction that I've ever had. Of course, I've given other people better ones, but that's the best one I've ever had. Okay. You don't want to hang up? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Thanks, thanks for I'm having kidding. me, guys. Okay. I really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so, uh what we'll do here after we uh, after I introduce our guest, so we have them give us a little background about themselves, and we ask them some questions. We got uh, mm-hmm. get you on for about fifteen minutes before uh, our surprise guest calls in. So give okay. us a little background about yourself, and we'll chat with you. Well, let's see. I um, started out in women's wrestling in 1983 in Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota, with the first uh, all women's wrestling show, which at that time was called the Glorious Ladies of Wrestling. And I started it with a buddy of mine and about $500 in this little ballroom in Minneapolis with some girls that we would meet at the local bars, and then we would uh, have a guy that uh, wrestled at the University of Minnesota, and he would train them. And we put together these shows, and we ended up getting a cable access TV deal. And uh, and it was uh, we had we had characters um, not quite as crazy as the glow characters that people would see on <clears throat> Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, but uh, you know we had a barbarian and we had 
you know, a, 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 a jungle girl, and you know, we had all that. And it was very character-driven. Um, I was never, I never did any ring announcing. I was always behind the scenes. I used to get uh, radio announcers from the local stations in. But it was, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. And then that eventually morphed into me being part of Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling from Las Vegas. And so I, uh, I was there behind the scenes. And then uh, David McLean left and uh, to go form another uh, company. And uh, then they put me in front of the camera, and there I was. And uh, I, I know our director, our director Matt Simber, said, "Man, you look a lot like David McLean. Not many people notice." And he says, "All we're going to do is uh, give you a different tux." So he, he gave me a tux that matched the ring, which was pink and blue, which I took a lot of grief from my friends from. But uh, anyway, so I, I for, the, for seasons uh, three and four, then I, I hosted Glow and became a character on that show. Uh, Johnny Casserole is a guest here. We've got about uh, 10 minutes here left, but uh, we're going to have you stay on when uh, uh, your friend calls in. So being in Glow Wrestling, i got a couple questions, then we'll kind of go around the room here. Uh, I was sure. wondering, do you happen to know a couple friends of mine, uh, like Roxy, Aster, and Sonny, and Deb, <clears throat> and Granny? Sure. Do you know, know any of them? Sure. Of course. They were, and, all, uh, they were, all, they were all at Glow with me, sure. And, you know... I want to let you know, I'm not just saying this because it's you, and I know that our fans that are listening are going to say this. I'm not saying this because it's you, but, you know, you are one of my all-time favorite heroes because you got to hang out with those gals all the time. It was a lot of fun, sure. And then the other thing I was going to ask, uh, and since my parents are going to be listening to this thing, I might as well admit it now. Back in the day... Uh, yeah. I don't know if you had set it up, if you were still with them at the time, but when the Glow Girls were on um, uh, Card Sharks with Bob Eubanks. Uh, yeah, and, I, was, uh, I, was, I was there. I was there. I rode in the elevator with Bob, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bob Eubanks, yeah. What's yeah. the host's name? Uh, Bob Eubanks, yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah, when BG lifted him up over his head. Mm-hmm. What I did was, was great. You know, back then they didn't... Back in the day when they were on, they had DVR. So what I did was mm-hmm. that whole week that they were on, I, I acted like I was sick so I could watch the show and stay home and watch the Glorious Girls of Wrestling. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, good for you. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a true fan, man. We appreciate that. And, you know, I remember, and then we'll, then we'll kind of go around the room here. Uh, uh, I also remember Saturday mornings. Watching the gals and watching probably one of my all-time favorite gals, Hollywood. She was, I mean, she's like, you know, I said, geez, one day I either want to, I I told every every one of my classmates is that either one day I'm going to be able to talk to her, uh, I'm either going to get a hug from her or an autograph or I'm going to marry her or something, you know. (laughs) And, of course, yeah, I was only, what, six, seven years old. And, uh, I don't blame you, man. She, no was, she was hot, and she's a great, great girl. And I had no idea, of course, being seven years old, uh, dating a woman that was 20 was illegal. But uh, anyway, uh, that's <laughs> well, another yeah, story. Right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, but she was, boy, she had a lot of fans. She was a, I would say she was definitely the standout for the show. And one interesting thing about Hollywood is she was uh, the only girl that was on um, you know, through from the pilot all the way through to the all four seasons. 
and she really had a pretty you know solid fan fan base, and she's still to this day very very uh, closely associated with that show. Awesome. And then uh, we got Johnny Cap uh, uh, Caparella with us. We got about seven minutes before our next guest calls in, but and like I said, we're going to have you hang on. But uh, Granny, what do you got for our guest here? He's a he's a great guy. What do you got for JC? Well, hello, this is Granny, and um, gosh, I'm just trying to think of a really good question to ask you. Um, Sure. I've actually been out in Vegas. Well, I'm just trying. I've been out in Vegas the past five days for an international convention, and I'm just kind of just relaxing, and I'm just trying to think of a really good question. Um, How many girls were on that roster when? You know, you did the glow and everything. How many girls did you have on the roster? Yeah, see, well, we never called it a roster back then, and I, I yeah, still don't call it true. a roster with my with my wrestlelicious things. You know, glow and, and wrestlelicious too are really more television shows. So, being such, you know, we always referred to it as our cast. Especially back in the glow days, we I, we never used that word roster. But to mm-hmm. answer your question, um, at one time we usually had between 28 and 30 women in the cast. Um, I think over the four years there was between 75 and 80 altogether. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I remember watching glow wrestling. I mean, you know, I'm 56 years old, but I remember watching glow wrestling. You know, back in the day and. It was a lot of fun sure. to watch. I I enjoyed it. Well, it, it was it was crafted to be a lot of fun to watch, and that's why it got ratings like it did. It 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 wasn't your typical wrestling show, and it really was like I say, it was crafted to be something that was a different experience from just watching, you know, a wrestling program. And as a matter of fact, when we sold uh, when we sold the station, or excuse me, we sold the show to the stations, we marketed it as an action comedy. Uh, which we um, we never we never marketed as a wrestling show, and I think that's one of the reasons we got on is because wrestling is really really hard to sell on television. It still is to this day, um, but the the secret for getting glow on all those stations, I believe, and all those Fox affiliates was the fact that we marketed it as an action comedy, not as a wrestling show. And I'm kind of curious, uh, you guys. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. How many seasons were you guys on again? Uh, Glow was on four. Now, is there any is there any chance? I I know that the the shows are archived somewhere. Is there any chance that we'll ever get to see like the entire series on DVD or Blu-ray? Yeah, or like you know, unfortunately, there's some issues with that as far as the ownership and the person that has the actual ownership of the, the, the name and the person who actually has physical custody of the tapes. And they don't get along so well. And so, you know, we've been trying for years. I mean, I had a, a deal for them for, for me TV. I mean, you know, we've been trying for years to get that ironed out and it just doesn't seem like it's, it's happening, you know. Um, they just can't come to terms, unfortunately, because I know that there's lots of fans and I think people that would be fans, um, you know, out there waiting if, if we could get those on the air and, and get them, um, you know, at least in, in DVD sets like you're, you're talking about. So it's, it's really unfortunate. But I don't see that, honestly, I don't see that happening in the foreseeable future. 
Well, you know, the thing is, you're just going to have to tell them that whoever the owner is, just tell them that uh, the icon will get really upset if that doesn't happen. Okay, I'll make sure I tell you that. There you go. I'll do that for and, you. you know, I, um, you know, and I'm, I'm also kind of curious, you know, they have Glow On now on Netflix, but it's obviously a different product, and it's not the same. Do you have anything to do with that, or is that the the new owners, or is that something that you are involved in? Yeah, you know, I, I've, I've been involved just peripherally. I mean, I was at the premiere. Um, no, it's, and it's a great show. Um, the 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 person who the woman who owns the the trademark Glow uh, license to that to Netflix, um, and so they they have the rights to to do that show. Um, but beyond that, there's been you know very little you know association you know with the with, with the original Glow cast or even um, you know anybody else that's been involved in, in Glow or or, uh, or even the people that did the documentary. So, um, but man, they did a great job. I think that show is just tremendous on Netflix. I think it, it's a fair, a fairly accurate uh, depiction of what we lived through and what we did. And um, and I just think that the, the stories, um, you know, it's obviously aimed uh, to women, aimed at women. But it's you know it's, it's about the women's stories, which was different than what Glow, the original Glow was 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 not was not targeted to women. It was targeted to guys and kids. But but it's a this this story this dramedy on Netflix is basically what it is, is and I'm sure you've seen it. But basically what it is, it's from the creators of Orange is the New Black. So to me, it's Orange is the New Black. Only instead of uh, prison as a vehicle, it's wrestling as a vehicle, because it's really about the women and their interaction with each other and their stories. So it's a great show. And here's what we're going to do real quick before uh, our next guest calls in. Uh, I had sent you a, uh, a liner script. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take care of that now. I'll count you down from five, okay. and we'll do that. And I'll, then I'll ask you another question, and then, we'll, then the next guest should be calling in. So uh, here we go. Ready? Five? Uh, I don't have – wait a minute. I don't have my script in front of me. Okay. Uh, I sent it to you a message. Can you get it? Yeah, I'll wait a second. Hang on. Hang on. Give, give me a second. Oh, sure. Give me a second, Scott. Sure, that's fine. Well, actually, it's Icon. I don't know who the Scott guy is you're talking about. Hey. But. Oh, hey, I don't know. Okay, got it. Okay. Okay, ready? Here we go. Ready? Five. All right, you ready? Three, two, one. Hey, this is Johnny C. from the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling and Wrestlelicious. You're listening to the Attitude Era with. I'm sorry. Hang on. I'm sorry. All right, here we go. We'll do another take. Ready? Here we go. Five. Okay, four, hang on. Give me a second. Three, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Here we go. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Hi, this is Johnny C from the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling and Wrestlelicious Baby, and you're listening to the Attitude Era with the icon, Granny Hulkster. And somebody else. Hello. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you, if, uh, well, I'll tell you what. We can do one more take, and then, uh, 
we'll just edit everything yeah. together. Yeah, like, I, I, I can't read it. I, I'm trying to do it from memory, and I don't have it in front of me. So that's okay, the problem. It's, it's, who's, the it's, other, who's the other guy? It's, it's, it's the, big, the big swing. Yep, the big swing. Okay, all right. All right, let's try it one more time. Sorry. Four, three, two, one. Hi, this is Johnny C. from the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling and Wrestlelicious Baby. You're listening to the Attitude Era with uh, the icon, Granny Hoekster, and the Big Swing. Awesome. Uh, right, um, and if and if uh, Big Swing is there, uh, I hope he's watching the board for our next guest. He should be calling in shortly. Um, okay. So and then well, yeah, he's he's been on. Apart. He's been on. I was just waiting for us to uh, be ready for. All right, all right. Well, if you okay. want to put her on, then I will go ahead and uh, introduce her then. Okay, hang on. Uh, three, two, three, right? Yep, right. Okay, and they're on. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. She is the gal that I've wanted to marry my entire life <laughs> since I was seven years old. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Hollywood to the extreme. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Didi Besson. Hey, how are you? Hey, hey, I'm good. How sweet of you. That was very kind. <laughs> I love it. You know, it's funny. Everybody in elementary school told me I was crazy. I said one day that I would either be able to talk to you, get a hug uh-huh. from you, or marry you. And uh-huh. one of those things happened. I hey, love there you it. Go. In in elementary school, you start young. <laughs> no so uh, what we can do here uh, is uh, real quick here. If you want to give us a little back a little background about yourself, then we'll uh, we'll do a little roundtable interview. Then we'll ask you some questions. Sure. Uh, well, um, this is Jeannie Bassone playing the character Hollywood um, from the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. I did their pilot in 1980 now we're going back 1985 I was one of the 12 that was chosen to do the pilot our trainer was Mondo Guerrero Um, we filmed it in Las Vegas I went back to my regular job and then we took it to Nappy to sell the show to the buyers we sold it quit my job and went to Las Vegas in 1986 and I did season one season two three, and four, and I loved every minute of it. So that is my history with the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Of course, we did TV shows from there, comedy shows, game shows, you know, conventions, lots of stuff. So now, did you get to uh, appear on the episode with Bob Eubanks for Card Sharks? I was not on Card Sharks. I wasn't one of them. I, I didn't even see it, so I'm not quite sure which ladies were on that one, but I... Somehow, Johnny, how did I miss that one? Been I, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, me either. I don't. I, I was there, and I, but I, I don't remember why you wouldn't be. I mean, we brought you, you on know, for almost everything. Yeah, so I don't. Exactly. I don't know why you wouldn't. The very, you know what? The very first one that we ever did. This is funny. It's going back, but it was Lisa Moretti, uh, Ivory, myself, and Vine. The very first TV show we did was the Kenny Rogers special. Uh, whatever that was, and they had oh, us on yeah. as guests, 
and I still have my original contract, Johnny, you guys. I have my original contract from the Screen Actors Guild. I didn't even know what a SAG contract was. <laughs> right. right. So, so, yeah, so we were tapped Hartley immediately into the, uh, into the union. So th- that came about. That was pretty interesting. I'm like, what? We didn't have one contract. We had two contracts. So that was the first TV show, and then we did, we did a whole bunch of uh, interviews, Sally, me. Uh, Fiji, Justice. Oh, I didn't say Sally, didn't I? You know, speaking of Fiji, uh, we unfortunately lost Fiji. Was it a year ago now, or was it a couple years ago now? Yes, it's been a year and a half. Yeah, year and a half. Yeah, yeah. I remember, like I was telling Johnny C. I, I, do you know Johnny C. By any chance? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay, that that was. Uh, that was kind of a joke, but anyway, I was trying to be facetious. Ah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, like I was telling Johnny C, uh, when uh, the Glow Girls were on uh, card charts, you know, back then we didn't have DVRs, and uh, my parents wouldn't let me touch the VCR. So what I did was that whole week, I I, I stayed home sick from school, and I watched the uh, I watched the Glow Girls on that show just because they were on. Oh, see, who's your favorite? I heard you say earlier, but really, who is your real favorite? Well, you're not you're not, you're not going to believe me if I I say it, but it's actually two. Okay, tell Hollywood it. is one. Uh, yeah, Hollywood is one, and Roxy is mm-hmm. the other. Oh, that's a huge diversity. You got a good <laughs> girl and a bad girl, a redhead and a and a, and a blonde or a brunette, depending on who's breathing so heavily. <laughs> I, I I have no idea. I, I think it may be big swing. Yeah, I do. What is that noise? What is that no, noise? Def- it's it's definitely not me. I'm on mute. <laughs> okay. What is that? I don't know. You don't it know. Sounded like I don't know what that sound was. <laughs> that that might have been yeah, Roxy. That was Roxy Esther. <laughs> what you, what you <laughs> oh, Ouch, man. <laughs> you know what Somebody say? was breathing Red. heavy. You know what they say, red hair, don't care, you know? Redheads are beautiful. My best friend, Laura, is one of the most dearest, beautiful girls I could, I, oh, yeah. I'm just saying, uh, okay, you so we have, uh, we have Jeannie Bastone as our guest here. We have, well, we have, well, we have uh, 35 minutes here left with you. Uh, hopefully you can, uh, you can uh, stomach us that long, but we'll see what happens. Uh, so when you decided to uh, go on GLOW, how did you well, – I'll ask you guys some more time to do a roundtable. Uh, when, when did you first heard of GLOW, and uh, did, they, did they call you, or did okay. you just, like, say, I'm just going to try it out? Uh, what was the process? Okay, so first of all, no one knew anything about GLOW. This isn't third season or fourth season girls you're talking to. You're talking to Hollywood, who was called in a huge cattle call for the beginning. This is 1985. Uh, went to an audition. We didn't, GLOW had not been on television. No one had ever heard of it, or, you know, and I had, an, um, I guess you would say, on my message machine I had um, an audition and so I went down to this audition they said it was going to be sports type of show but they wouldn't tell us what the sport was 
until we got down there. So I went down to this huge audition. There's probably quite a few ladies there, 500 ladies, shapes, all shapes and sizes, tall, dark, you know, models, athletic women. So David McLean, who I do not know, this man is up there telling us about this TV show that's going to be filmed in Las Vegas. When he finally told everybody the kind of sport he said, this is going to be a show about women's wrestling. And I was floored because I went, wrestling? <gasps> I don't know anything about wrestling. I sure know other sports, but wrestling? I have no idea. So everyone, not everyone, but there was quite a few ladies who picked up their resumes and pictures and walked out the door. I stayed. I'm curious. I'm 21 years old. I'm thinking, hmm, let me stay and see what's going to happen. So I went down to the training. The training for me were Wednesdays, excuse me, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. It was uh, 7 p.m. to 10 o'clock. So after work, I'd head down there and train with Mondo, Mondo Guerrero, who I'd never met. I didn't know anything about the Guerreros. He was our trainer, and we trained with is him. She relation to, is she in any relation to, like, Eddie Guerrero and that Guerrero yeah. family? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Johnny? Yeah. All of the girls. Yeah, yeah. That's him. Yeah. yeah. Chavo. Chavo is his nephew. Chavo is the one that's training the ladies in Glow Netflix. I mean, that would have been many years later. But anyway, so yes, it's Lucky the famous guy. Guerreros. Yes. Okay. Nice man, too. Very, very nice man. Um, so we do this. They picked 12 girls. They had names for all of the characters. I had no idea what my character was going to be, but what they did is they were putting those characters to the girls' personalities. So my character became Hollywood, and that's how that happened. So there was 12 girls that they needed out of that bunch. I'm one of the ones uh, that um, was one of the 12. And I've said this before. I know this is rinse and repeat. Johnny knows the story. David said to me, Jeannie, do you know how you secured your position in GLOW? And I'm like, no, David, I do not know. He said, when Mondo looked around and said, which one of you girls can ram your head into the turnbuckle and turn over on your back? He goes, you raised your hand first. He goes, in my mind, Hollywood, you were the first girl that was, um, that was hired along with, and it was Americana, and then it was Ivory, which Lisa Moretti. So, you know, there were 12 of us. We did the pilot. It sold, like I said earlier. And then we went to Vegas, and we started filming the shows. So, like I said, no one knew about There was no glow. There was, you know, I don't think anything had been. I don't think there was any. Well, Johnny, you did. You, were, you, you had a women's show, right? Right. But it was different than this. It was a show that I did. It was cable access. Yeah, okay. it was cable access, though, back in those days. And I always make this distinction, you know, is that, the show that we did was a women's wrestling show. It wasn't glow mm-hmm. as people know it. it. It didn't have sketches. It didn't have the fun. It was just the straight right. women's show. So okay. when I say yeah, this is the, the first women's thing. wrestling show, that's much different than glow as people knew it. I see. Yeah, so there, so there you have it. Uh we have uh, Jeannie Castone and Johnny C as our guest here. We've got about 30 minutes here left with them. Uh, we're going to take a quick pause here. I had uh, sent you a uh, script, Jeannie, uh, for a yeah, little reminder. We're going to have you do that now, and okay. uh, then we'll uh, continue the interview, and then we'll kind of go around yep. the room, and then we'll come back All to right. me, and I'll ask you the tough questions. 
Dog. Now, hopefully you do better than I do, Jeannie. It took me I got in front of me. It's fine, honey. It's okay. Okay. Hey, this is Hollywood from the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. That was awesome. You know, man, you nailed it one take. I'm jealous. Johnny, because uh, I, I I was looking at what he sent me. That's why. <laughs> I had to dig it up on my phone. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask one other quick question. We'll kind of go around the room, then we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you the tougher question. Uh, okay. So with uh, with Glow, and, uh, you know, it's a female wrestling thing, uh, you know, people talk about, uh, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with the WWE you were back in the day. Now, mm-hmm. and how would you compare the storylines that you guys did to mm-hmm. storylines that the WWE has done. Right. I'll tell you that. That's a a good question. So I would say, okay, I would say that the Gorgeous Ladies Wrestling were doing these storylines. They were already 30 years ago doing Battle Royales already. So I think that uh, we were already doing that kind of stuff before Vince's people were doing it. And if you're going to ask me today, I, I wish that the storylines today, that they would continue them and keep them, make them a little bit longer. So if you have a storyline with some of them, let's, let's make it more than three weeks or four weeks. I think Vince needs to, like, you know, give them better storylines and, and continue them longer. The cool thing that I see now is I'm seeing um, that the ladies are in the ring longer, and we were already in the ring quite a, quite sometime we weren't just in for three or five minutes and it was over i know sometimes it goes that way but i'm seeing the ladies uh today uh they look good they look very strong um very athletic and so but, but you i could would think i would oh i would i would love the chance to do it seriously i would oh i think i'd be honored you know I, it I would know, just be cool to have I know that you could beat the heck out of Alexa Bliss. I know you could do that. <laughs> you know who I love right now? There's a girl that I'm Who's loving that? right now. Uh, she's new. She's got the blonde hair. Hold on. Um, she's like the Southern Belle girl. Uh, t- um, I'm trying to think of her name. I'll tell Lacey. you right now. I know it's Lacey. Oh, the, Lacey the, Evans. Yeah, the, uh, Lacey yeah, the Evans, Southern Belle. She looks the Pris, fantastic. Yeah. Johnny, what do you think about her? I think she looks no, yeah, fantastic. I, I think I mean, I thought too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like her grace, and she was just, I think she's got it. She, you can tell sometimes which girls have the whole package, you know? And yeah. um, it's Becky Lynch, the women's champ, right? She's still women's so champ. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. And uh, uh, Charlotte is nine times champ, right? I believe nine times. Right. No title yeah. right now. Right. Uh, Jeannie yeah, Bestone yeah. and Johnny C is our guest here. Uh, we're going to kind of go around the room, then we'll come back to me. Granny, what do you got for our guest, uh, Jeannie Bestone and uh, Johnny C? Well, hello, this is Granny, and I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a huge fan of the wrestling, wonderful world of wrestling. Um, what has been your most challenging match you ever did in your career? Hi, Granny. It's nice to meet you. That's a good, nice a good question. 
Yeah, thank you. You don't sound like a granny, though. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm You're 56 young. years old. I'm 56 years old. Yeah. Well, the, now let me tell let me tell you a little bit about how I got my name, real quick. I okay. I had a friend um, about 19 years ago when I was still working. He said, "I'm going to start calling you Granny Holkster." <laughs> And I was like, what? And he said, well, he says, it, it's, you know, you love wrestling, and I do. So I have a really good friend who made me my original Granny Holkster T-shirt, which I still have today, which I still wear. It has lots of autographs on it, and it's still in pretty good shape, Aww. all things considering. But it says, what are you going to do when <laughs> Granny Holkster goes crazy on you? Because I like to holler at the bad guys. I do not like the heels. Oh, and no, I can talk some pretty good smack, smack. when I have to. Very yep, good. I can talk some. <laughs> good for you. Well, let me. Yeah, but but yeah. So I'll yeah. said I'll let you answer your question, and I'll, I'll okay. share something else funny that happened too with me recently. Oh, so okay, okay, Granny. Most challenging. Well, I did four seasons. That's a lot of matches. You know, the most mm-hmm. difficult is, is the ones that are much bigger than you, trying to get a 350-pound woman off her feet. That was very, oh very challenging. And then you get girls like the farmer's daughter. One, you know, those are the best matches, I think, that we had together because we went to high school together, and there was so much animosity between us. I wanted to win. She wanted to win. And so when we got into those matches, we were ready to rip each other in two. I mean, they were real. It was just attitude, attitude. You know, I'm thinking, I need to win because we need to win for our school. And she went to the same school, and she's thinking about the kids, in, you know, in her class. And, I mean, that's just what went through my mind. Those were just, you know, they would put us together. And I'm like, again? With Sally? Again? Oh, my God. With Sally? Uh, uh, I, they, were, they were hard. They were difficult. Johnny, you remember those matches. They were. Oh, yeah. You can't forget them. Mm-mm. When you put two people who don't like each other for real, you know, um, and it's stupid when you're 22 years old, 23 years old, you just think so much differently than you do when you grow up a little bit more. <laughs> but, yeah, her and, you can and let Milton our, Fiji. And, and you can let our fans know that it, was, it wasn't one of those <clears throat> deals where, uh, you know, you'd like, like try the match and then do like another take and another take. These were actual no. matches, correct? Live. Yes, they were. They were live in front of the audience. We had four cameras. You just went. You did it. And, you know, and so, yeah, there's really no time for any mistakes. And, and, and knock on wood, I'll tell you, Granny, I did not ever get hurt in those matches. Oh, that's good. You know. That's yep, good. a lot of girls did. You know what I mean? A lot oh, yeah. of girls had injuries. Um, I did not, so I was very, very lucky. I had an injury, but that was way after Glow, so that doesn't count. <laughs> uh, Jeannie Cassone and Johnny C are guests here. We have uh, 25 minutes left with uh, these great individuals. And uh, Big Swing, uh, what do you got for our guests here? Well, I guess um, looking back at what Glow was and, and still is from a from a legacy standpoint, what uh, 
what are some of the, the most memorable things you take out of it? When you look back yeah. and you say, okay, I had this moment or I had that moment, do you have a particular ranking system where you can put something one or sure. two? Or, yeah, sure. what would those be? There's a, there's a lot of really positive things. I think when you're in the match and you've got young children cheering for you, wearing your same outfit, wearing your hair the same way, and to see the smiles on their faces, that is priceless, you know. Um, those are fun, having just all your fans. If we didn't have our fans there, that that's number one for me, first of all, just the fans. Um, without them, you don't have, you know, the, 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 the characters. Um and then the match, you know, we had, um, let me think, I'm going back again. Um, we did some PSA commercials. I did those. I would come in and talk about drinking and, and different stuff like that. Um, and if you could help, if that helped somebody, you know, we would get some of our, I read some of the fan mail. We got, we didn't get a lot of our fan mail, but there was some stuff that people would write in. And if you can help somebody some way getting the word out, not to drink and drive, not to do drugs, that's, that's pretty priceless as well. So those are the good memories. You know, and then just the girls, you know, the whole, we had a good group of girls. I will say for the four seasons, the first and second season had different ladies in the third and fourth season. But I think that there was, they were a good bunch of girls. We were all on TV. We all got along. I mean, some people, you know, there's a little things going on, but, but for the most part, Everybody did their job and they did it well. Johnny, we have uh, nice. We have uh, John, <laughs> yeah, we have Johnny C and uh, Jeannie Bassone here, aka Hollywood, uh, the my first television crush. Next to, then it was it was uh, Hollywood, then Daisy Duke, and then Wonder Woman. It, 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 oh. Love we 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 won't we, wow. we won't go into that but uh I love Wonder Woman anyway. Uh, <laughs> wow, I love being in that whole category. Those are my favorite yeah, people. Awesome. Damn. Mm. Well you're also in with uh Xena the Warrior Princess and um uh and what we we won't name them. It's it's too many to names, but uh you are you are you are in my you you are number one in my top five. So Oh. Uh, we have uh, Jeannie Bestone and Johnny C. We have, uh, well, we have about 26 uh, minutes left here. Uh, now, I'm kind of curious about where you guys had the shows. Uh, how big was the arena that you guys did your shows in? And how uh, how did uh, you guys, like, get people to come uh, to the shows? Did you guys do a lot of advertising or did you guys like do like celebrity car washes? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no car washes. Go ahead, no John. Car washes. You can tell them. I, I, yeah. I wish we would have. That would have been fun, but we, we had a little budget. Go ahead, Johnny. <laughs> well, but we started out, uh, both started out at the, uh, at the Riviera hotel. And we, uh, we did the, the, uh, from the second floor, was it Gee, the showroom? And uh, did the yeah. did the matches uh, there for the first two seasons, and then in the mm-hmm. third and how season, many fit, how many could fit in that arena? 
so God, it's it was a big stuff. convention room, the huge convention room, Johnny. Oh, the first time. Okay, but then it went to the showroom. Yes, then it went to the showroom. Right. Right. So the first season, big. I think there was probably you could fit five hundred. Second season, I think it probably could fit two fifty. And then in the third season, they told us, "Oh, you're getting your own arena, the Glow Arena." We were all excited. It turned out to be an old quarry's <laughs> warehouse, right? Yeah, and in uh, yes. uh, not the best part of Las Vegas, and quite away from the Riviera, we still hung the up the the Riviera Hotel. The, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, Darren the and Eastern, Eastern. and uh, mm-hmm. and um, and there, we hung up a sign that said Riviera Hotel inside for the cameras, but it wasn't at the Riviera. But that place, oh. um, you know, we did build up um, uh, stands and everything, and that seated closer to you know seven hundred and fifty. And we packed that quite a bit, didn't we, Judy? Yeah, we did. That's for sure. And they would line yeah. up every Saturday early. What time did we start the shows, Johnny? I can't remember. Was it at two, two p.m.? Yeah. No, that that was back in the that was back in the Riviera days. And at the uh, at Karen and Eastern, we did it at night. Started at like seven. Well, we couldn't. No, we couldn't do it at night time because I was on a flight. Uh uh-uh, uh not true. We worked until yeah, the yes. Night. No, we started at seven. I remember this. We started at seven. Oh, there's no way. At, uh-uh. I'm chairing an Eastern. And then you were on the flight the next day. No, I was on the same flight because I, I had to do my PSA commercials. I had to sit there and do those PSA commercials and usually yeah, go was, out. I thought that was, a, that was at two in the morning, Gene. Oh, it was? Yeah, yeah those maybe. were at two in the morning. Okay, well, you guys, don't don't fight now. Don't fight now. No, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. I, I don't want to be known as the. I don't want to be known as the co-host that helped break up a crew here. I don't want to. No, don't do that. Uh, no, no. Hey, hey, Johnny. Yes, we did. We. I remember doing lots of stuff late into the evening for sure. But there right. were times That's, when they let me yeah. leave. They would let me and Ursula take off, and you guys were still doing it. I just snuck away. That's all. See, you didn't know okay, that. Maybe, I yeah. Know. But, but I, remember, I remember starting at 7. I, I, I remember I, yeah. that because I remember, I remember friends coming in from the airport and picking them up. Yeah, it was 7. Sure. Okay. Anyway, well, yeah, I thought it was like 2 in the anyway, afternoon. Whatever. All I know is the well, sun was out. <laughs> and, uh, well, 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 and, uh, for, for our fans just joining us, I want to uh, I want to welcome you to the Glow Girls Therapy Session. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was kind of with Johnny C. With Hollywood and Johnny C. Well, I'm going to get something, but I'm going to bite my tongue. <laughs> it's it, 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 instigated by the icon. Uh, anyway, so uh, Johnny, do you remember how much the tickets were to get in? And did you have free. to turn yeah, people easy. away? They were free. They were free. We were filming, so we away? did not charge. No. Yeah, well, sometimes. I think we had a packed house. When we moved to Saharan Eastern, we were able to have fire, motorcycles, uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, we did, I don't know if we turned anybody away. I mean, we were the talent, so um, – People were drinking in there. Remember that, Johnny? Drinking? No, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. But I was, used to pick up their was, beers. Um, I would pick up their beers as I went around, drink it, and then throw it on my opponent's face. I, that was <laughs> oh, yeah, wonderful. I remember that. 
But yes. that, but um, now, yeah, the tickets the tickets were free. I, I do remember that. Yes. Now, did we you guys uh, did, with uh, with this hardcore raucous audience? Now, did you guys have security? Did you ever worry about your safety? Never. But we had security. We always had security. That's a security. whole different day and time. Whole different day and time, and we had security there. Um, we had paramedics there take care of the girls. We, mm-hmm. like I said, we had a great group. I have no complaints. Yeah. I mean, you know, why Johnny? They, we, we did for the most part. Yeah, we had so, a, yeah, we, yeah, we had a lot of fun. You know, there and and away from the yeah, it was a, it was a great group. The conventions we did and uh, the little commercials we did. Remember the Faberge commercials? I did a bike commercial. I never saw it. Some kind of bike thing for Rickless. The mongoose is Hades. The mongoose, yeah. Yep. Yep. Where's my mongoose? Yeah. <laughs> I did yeah. those with you. Another, another question I had. Now, you know, you know, you mentioned that security, and you had, you had, you know, hardcore fans. Now, did you ever wor- Did you ever experience it or worry about like getting like groped or hugged or touched by any of the fans or anything like that? I didn't worry about it because look what I was wearing half the time. Uh, but you know, I watched some of the. Um, uh, some of the matches, and I think people were pretty good. I don't remember anyone grabbing. They, and you know what? Once you're in a, you know, in a cat fight with somebody, you go into the audience. You're just not probably aware. I wasn't aware. I didn't have much to grab. That's for sure. <laughs> you know. Well, but uh, you know, I just I don't like remember you, it. That, you know. Well, like you said, you know, it's a different time and a different place. We did have, you know, security there, that's true. But mostly they were just, you know, they were kind of cast members too, you know, to pull people apart and stuff. So really, yeah. when the people would enter the arena, the the, the, uh, the wrestlers would enter the arena, there wasn't any security. They just walked through the crowd. And if you look at those old glow tapes, you'll see, you know, Hollywood yeah. will be high-fiving people, kids, Aunt Kitty, whatever. And then the, yep. then the, 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 the baby face will come in and do the same thing on the other side. And right. um, they, they weren't escorted to the ring or anything like they are now. It was, they just came through and there was no barriers. You know how the WWE no. has you know, the, the barriers and all that? Nothing. They just came right through. The high five. And there were kids. Kids, if you look at those old tapes, just funny. Because the kids would come running out and just mob, you know, Hollywood and, and the Farmer's Daughter yeah. or whatever. And, 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 yeah, and, and they'd have to fight their way through. Yeah. Yeah, it was very organic. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, that's very yeah, organic yeah, time. Yeah. 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 And I'm kind of curious. You know, you mentioned that. Um, you know, you. <coughs> sorry, uh, that you mentioned you work with uh, Ivory. Uh, yeah. Now I I know I'm probably like uh, reaching way out here, but any chance you have any contact with her, you can hook us up with her. We can certainly try. How's that? Why not? Well, I would appreciate that. You know, because you know the next the next couple of questions I'm going to ask are some eager questions. We got, we got about 15 minutes here left with you gals and guys, uh, you two. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, of course, this is an ego thing that every fan knows that it's coming. Do you think that uh, you guys might be able to do uh, send us some autographs for some giveaways for uh, our fans and? Yeah, of course. We'll sure, sure, absolutely. Some photos, no of course. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. I, I've got I've got your digits. I'll send out some stuff to you if you let me talk about my cruise coming up. Cruise. We're doing a a, a gold well, cruise. No, wait, 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 wait. Oh, we're gonna what? get to that. We're gonna oh. we're gonna get to that. Oh. We're gonna get to that. Format. I'm gonna. <laughs> I know. We're gonna get into. We're gonna get into that. So my my next question is. Uh, and good segue there. Uh, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was gonna segue into it. Now, no worries. Now you, now you gals, uh, still get together on a regular basis, don't you? And it's usually on a big ship. Tell us about that. Oh boy. Well, before <laughs> oh, the man. ship came, if we're allowed, before the ship came along, we were doing conventions. So L.A. Comic Con, RuPaul. Um, Rhode Island Comic Con, dif- different um, Comic Cons, and, and, and San Diego. Yep, San Diego. So, um, and a new one coming. Some new ones coming up. But before the cruises, there were those conventions, and then the cruise came about with Donald Goodland. And the first cruise we went, where did we go, Johnny? The first one was, uh, was oh, Long Beach yeah, to, Mexico. Long Beach to yeah, it was, yep, it was a quick one. It was uh, to Ensenada and Catalina. Yeah, and Ensenada. And then we did a yeah, second sure. cruise. Ensenada. And the second cruise with Donald Goodland was, um, uh, and I love that one. That was out of New Orleans. The New Orleans one went down to all the different cities, uh, Belize and Mexico. Uh, Cabo San Lucas, and then the third one was out of New York, and it was cold. It was freezing in New York, and then we went uh, down to Florida and then to the Bahamas, and um, and then the fourth one, this one is um, an 80s original glow cruise with Donald Goodland, and we are going to be out of Long Beach on September 7th through the 14th. It's a seven-day cruise to the Mexican Riviera, it'll be Puerto Vallarta, Cabo San Lucas, and Mazatlan. And, and how, how much does it cost to get yeah. on the cruise? You know what? Go to originalglowgirls.com. So we have a link, originalglowgirls.com. People, we can still have um, guests and fans come aboard with us. Um, you'll be, we do a real special thing where um, the fans can have dinner with us every night. We do um, excursions. We have, we're going to have like a hula Hawaiian night. We'll have a wrap-off. I do this thing called Dirty Bingo, which would be fun. We can play Dirty Bingo. So if you come on the cruise with us, we can um, we can talk about Dirty Bingo. <laughs> and, and that's, um, that's a great way for the fans to you know, interact with the it's just, it's just Exactly. Yeah. And that's from when to when, though? September 7th to September 14th out of Long Beach. If you're interested, please go to originalglowgirls.com. We'd love to have more more of our fans and meet more of our fans. And, you know, and also, once the cruise, you know, we have meet and greets as well. We did a meet and greet a little while ago. We'll do another one on the premiere of um, Glow Netflix, August 9th, um, somewhere in the Burbank area. Johnny, you're going to be there. I'll be there. A lot of yep. the girls will be there. A lot of our fans will be there. Where do you, where are you now, at, you, Icon? Well, where I, do you live? Are you, well, I'm in, the, I'm in North Dakota. Uh, okay. Big Swings in New nice. York, and okay. uh, Granny Hulkster's in uh, uh, Arkansas. I love it. Oh boy, wonderful. So now here's here's my next question. I, I know you got you you got you guys both said you you sent some autographs. Uh, I'll, I'll send you sure. the address if I haven't already. But uh, 
Uh, now, okay. on this cruise, and I'd be willing, well, I, I don't know if you can do it or not, but now do you have autograph sessions on the cruise? Yep, we do. We have a, we have a marketplace. They call it a marketplace where we can sell yeah. our T-shirts and photos and autographs. Now, can you guys yeah, swipe we'll an autograph place. poster, too? If we have one. Okay. I, I'd be grateful. Yeah. Now, because um, it's like, you know, uh, I don't know if you heard the story with that I told Johnny, but uh, it's like I, I told everybody when I was uh, seven years old, I told all my classmates that Hollywood was in love with me. Of course, yeah. I didn't know you. Uh, and I said, <laughs> one day, I'm either going to talk to her, get a hug from her, or I'm going to marry her. Now, back in the day, like I was telling Johnny, uh, I had no idea it would be illegal for someone 21 to marry someone seven years old. But I went with it. Mm-hmm. I went with it anyway. You know. Uh, you know. Uh, How cute! I, I don't know why I'm telling you that boy. now, but cute, cute, cute. Huh? I go. Yeah. You're well, a cute young man. Now we got we got about. Uh, we got about eight minutes here before we wrap this up before our next uh, uh, our next guest calls in. But what we're gonna do here, uh, since we're having fun here, uh, if our guest is late, we're wondering if you guys would be willing to stay on uh, until our next guest calls in. If you'd be willing to do that. Well, or your not. next guest, your your next guest is being very bad. I'm sure he'll be on. I can't stay on because I got to get up for work early in the morning. I'm here in Atlanta. I came down to Atlanta, and I've got to do a shoot in the morning, and so Hollywood will need her beauty rest. She's getting old. She's All getting right. up to Granny's age, so I will not well, be able to. Well, you know, it's like uh, when people say, i got to go to bed to get my beauty sleep. For you, yep. you, you it only take 30 seconds. For me, <laughs> i got to go about 30 years to get my beauty sleep. <laughs> You're too kind. You're too kind. Well, I try. Now, very nice icon. I got a couple more questions, then we'll uh, let you guys go then. Uh, and I, like I say, I thank you guys for taking time out of your schedule. And uh, uh, real quick here, uh, do you still have any of the costumes that you wore when you were on Glow? Ooh, yes. <clears throat> I have my pink one. Uh, I, have, I have a couple of the girls. I have one of Vine, my partner Vine. I have two of hers. Um, and you know what I'm thinking of doing? I'm having Nanetchka. You guys remember the character of the Russian Nanetchka? She, um, her mother was our teamstress, and I, and she also does the same. And she redid Little Egypt's costume, and it's absolutely beautiful. And I'm going yeah, to have beautiful. her redo one of mine. Yeah, it's beautiful, and she looks uh, gorgeous in it, by the way. And I think she's going to redo Dawn Godiva's costume, and she's going to redo mine. But like I said, I do have them. You know, I'm a little bigger in certain areas. Um, I was only about 115 back then. I'm 125 now, so I've gained 10 pounds in certain areas. Um, So uh, some of those fit a little tight, let's just put it that way. But I do have them. And uh, the only thing I I don't have is my boots, my my pink boots with the skull. Oh, my God. You don't have those those are gone. I need to, I think I, well, don't get mad at me, but I had too much stuff in my closet at one point way back in the day. I'm like, I don't need these. These can go to the, 
I didn't throw them in the trash. They went to um, um, whatever it is. Yeah, the Goodwill. It was, I don't know which Goodwill. one of those. Salvation <clears throat> Army. So if anybody has my boots, I'd like them back, please. <laughs> God, I love those boots. Oh, man. All right. I'll tell you what, See, we, you get, we have, have about four minutes to redo them. Yeah, we, we'll we got about four minutes them. here. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, I'll let Johnny cool. go first and cool. we'll let the Hollywood go second. Uh, Johnny, if our, if our if our fans and uh, fans that are listening wanted to catch up with you, uh, you got a Facebook, you got a YouTube, you got an Instagram, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe. What do you got? <laughs> I got the uh, my Facebook is uh, uh, Johnny Caparella. Uh, my Twitter is Revolution Baby, and my uh, uh, the other one Instagram is uh, uh, Johnny Caparella. And just because I love saying this, uh, Hollywood, uh, what do you got? You got a Facebook, you got a YouTube, you got an Instagram, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe, you got to help me find my boot go face. <laughs> no GoFundMe, not right now. Uh, you're funny. Uh, my Twitter is at Glow Hollywood. My Instagram is at Official Glow Hollywood. Uh, Facebook Hollywood Productions, and I do have a YouTube channel, Hollywood Glow. I think five nineteen. I'll have to. You know, can we? Um, we'll have to put some of these on your um, on your page somewhere for sure. You, you can definitely you do having... that. Okay, and good. And then uh, I, I, what I'm going to do uh, also real quick is I don't know if you guys want to do this or not, but uh, on July fourteenth, two thousand nineteen. There's another uh, show uh, show I'm part of. I kind of hijack the show every once in a while. Uh, we're okay. going to have Roxy Acer, Sonny, Debbie, and uh, Granny on with us. And if you – I'll get you the number. If you want to call in as a surprise, they don't know it, but that <laughs> you could call in. But uh, I think that would be a great surprise. Wouldn't it be a surprise? I'll say this. I'll say this. Let's do it, Johnny. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. All right, so I'll send, I'll, sure. I'll, I'll send you guys the call-in number. I'll send you guys the call-in number. All That'd right. be awesome. Hey, Icon, I wanted to share that funny little story with yeah, Hollywood right, real quick. Go, she, go ahead real quick. Okay. Okay. In, 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 in Fayetteville, Arkansas, there's a small wrestling show that started that started running a few months ago, and one of the guys, his name's Colt Kilbane, and he's, he's a heel. And he don't like Granny, oh. but that's okay. Yeah. He told me Aww. if I didn't sit down and shut up that he was going to have my mashed potato privileges re- taken away from me <laughs> at the retirement home. Oh, no. And then I had a wrestler one oh, time tell God. me, they, they said, Granny, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home? I grabbed my keys out of my purse, and I shook my keys at him, and I had my keys in my fit, my hand, and I had my... Hand doubled up like a fist. I said, baby, yep. I don't need no curfew. And then I shook my, I said, I got keys to the building. <laughs> <laughs> you Those should see Granny in action. I tell you, I Grant, can, Granny, I can you, you, you can hold your own. You can hold your I own. Can. I can. I can. That's right. And I, I mean, I've been, I've been, I've been handcuffed to managers. Tommy Dreamer used my cane on a wrestler one time in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Now, you do don't not I mean Tommy Dreamer comes by and takes something out of your hand. You don't you don't mm-hmm. stop Tommy Dreamer. I'm sorry. You just don't do it. Mm-mm. Don't mess with Granny. <laughs> I mean, I've been handcuffed no, to know, managers. I mean. And Holly, Granny and Holly needs to be with Forrest. Uh, 
Hollywood, the other funny thing is, you know, she got her cane in Canada, so it's called a hurricana. Oh, because it's her cane. My kind, quit. That story is getting so old. I, I don't have, I don't, didn't get my cane in Canada. And you know, yeah, thank you, Big Swing. Thank you. And you know, you know, Icon, today is, it, today is, um, Canada Day. National Canada Day. Canada Day, you know? That's right. Yeah. Well, I, I know that. to Canada. Yep. Oh, Canada. No, I don't know the. <laughs> I want a day. Well, Can we have a day here? Sure. Well, yeah, it's 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 called the Fourth of July for us. But anyway, uh, I wish everybody in Canada a happy uh, Canada Day, except for those in Winnipeg and the Gold Ice. I don't like you. Screw you. Anyway, uh, so uh, we do appreciate you guys joining us, and uh, we don't want to we don't want to keep you any longer, and hopefully. Uh, we can stay in contact. Uh, I'll let you guys know when I get the autographs and stuff. But maybe we can have you guys come on again at some point. We would love okay. to do that. Thank you so much for having us. And, Hollywood, if you ever find yourself single, give me a call. All right, darling. No, jeez. You, you got it. Oh, come on, big swing. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Thanks, guys. Nice. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye, Icon. Bye, Big Swing and Granny Hulkster. It's nice to meet all of you and talk to you. Thank You guys have a great night. Thanks for having us on. You Thanks, too. Hollywood. Thanks for being yeah, on. Bye. Uh, Hollywood, Johnny C., ladies and gentlemen. My dreams have all been answered. Don't... Have so, they? Anyway, all so, of them? Uh, our, next, our next guest should be calling in anytime shortly if they're not on already. Um... No, nobody's on right at the moment. Okay. Well, hopefully, um, hopefully I don't have to call them, but uh, um, you never know. You may have to. Well, that's fun. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, that was always fun. We've had how many glow girls on now, though? I mean, we've 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 went through we've run through pretty much that whole roster now. Yeah, we've had everyone but Fiji because she unfortunately passed away a year and a half ago. So we've well, had yeah, okay, so we've had we've had all the live girl girls. Mm. Yeah, so tell um, me, let me ask you this, guys: what? How many shows can say that they've had that? Nobody, nobody. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't think that they could say that. No, no, you are, you are very correct in that regard. I don't think a lot of shows. I don't think a lot of shows can say that they've had really any of uh, the guests that we have had. I mean, you know, every once in a while, you know, I mean, we're we're up against it with you know the Busted Open podcast that's on Sirius, you know, that's hosted by Bubba Ray and those guys, and you know, they get a lot of ridiculously, uh, ridiculously huge names um, because you know that's what they do because they're in the business, but, um, for, for being a, you know, for being a, uh, underground internet wrestling podcast promotion, we, we definitely, uh, I think have had more guests and more, uh, I guess, you know, uh, enchanting and, and interesting guests than almost any other show I could think of. If now, I, if you guys, now, uh, of I, any other I, show. And, and keep an eye on the board. I, I just want to uh, 
uh, make an announcement here. Uh, we're going to have a special co-host uh, on August 19th. Uh, she'll be with us the entire show. Uh, and it's uh, Deb Gardner, and she's been on with us before. Basically, Deb Gardner to us is like Brock Lesnar is to the WWE, uh, you know, but she's she's better looking than Brock Lesnar, and she's married like Brock Lesnar, and uh, she looks like Brock Lesnar's wife. But Deb Gardner is going to be on with us, and uh, she has told me, that she will have a special giveaway or two or three or four or five uh, when she's on with us. So wow. just so you guys know, she might even be willing to give away the outfit that she's wearing that night. So we'll we'll see if we can work that out. So Yeah, yeah but, but we don't for- want that because we don't want you rigging it so that you get the, uh, you get the prize. No, I wouldn't do that because uh, she would mail it directly to the guest. She she caught me the last time, so that's... Oh, she did? Ah, uh, okay. All right. So, anyway... Yeah, no, uh, nothing so, on yet, though. No one on okay. yet, so... Well, I'll tell you what. I, I like the, uh, the AJ have... Styles. Well, I like the AJ Styles heel turn. That was awesome. Did I, you I'm see that at the end of the I'm going to drop off and call back so I can get him, and then uh, I'll call back and I'll have him call in. Okay. All right. Uh so so uh so Granny the yeah, the AJ Styles and the uh and the Bullet Club reuniting the uh the, the Styles heel yeah. turn at the end of Raw. Yeah. I saw that. That was that was pretty awesome actually. Yeah. Uh, cuz they needed well they needed uh Gallows and Anderson to to do something. I mean, I, I you know, rumor has it that they had been um they had been getting uh you know, more and more um, distraught or, or displeased or whatever whatever the word you could think of, that they were just becoming discouraged with their direction in WWE. And, you know, that there, there was talk that they may... I'm happy with Yeah, that they, they, they may potentially go to AEW. Yeah, they weren't well, happy with the way things were going for them and... You know, and you said it pretty well earlier, Big Swing, you know, AEW, you know, I think they're going to give, you know, WWE a run for their money, you know, and I, and WWE is having to step up and make some changes, you know, just so they don't, you know, lose their, their viewers or, or what have you, you know, but yeah, I mean, AEW, they're, it, it sounds like good. That, that's what they need, though. Be, nothing to be working with right now, so you know. Yeah, that, that's what they need, though. They need, um, they they need to make some changes. They need some, you know, some uh, difference in content because I mean they're they're really they're really hurting right now, and and you know their ratings are the lowest they've been in in years. Icon, what's up? All right. Well, I just uh, – see, here's the deal. I recently uh, switched cell phone companies. I used to be able to do uh, Internet stuff when I was on the phone with my previous company, but I can't do that now, so I, I had to jump off so I could do that. Uh, I'm going to miss that feature, but I'm not going to miss my uh, former company at all, really. So, hmm. 
Well, I got to well, tell you a funny story, guys, real quick. While we're waiting for our guests. You know, you know, I've been in Vegas. You know, here at the convention and for our Moose International Convention, and and one of my very good friends. She was one of our official visitors. Oh, not this past February, but a year ago in February. Sweet lady, love her to death. Her name. Big shout out to my good friend Sandy Thompson. You know, um, she, um, I, you know, I showed her my, my granny shirt when I was here because I got to see her at convention. And she mentioned to one of the other ladies here at the convention, she said, Dan, we've got a WWE superstar in our presence. <laughs> I said, no, Sandy, I'm not a WWE superstar. She says, well, you might as well be as popular as you are in that wrestling world. And I love seeing your pictures all the time of you posting when you're at different wrestling shows. So in her eyes, I'm, you know, Granny's a WWE superstar. <laughs> wow. Huh. And Go another ahead. funny thing, too, another funny thing, too, the first day of our Jeopardy Grand Regent training, you know, um, we, um, our, our Grand Chancellor, um, Miss Barb, she said, now she says, I would like for you all to each, you know, stand up, introduce yourselves, where you're from, and give one interesting non-moose fact about yourself. So when it came to me, you know, of course, I stood up, you know, my name's Lori Bird. I'm from Springdale, Arkansas, Chapter 1735 in Springdale. And I said, one interesting non-moose fact about myself is my husband and my son and I, we like to watch professional wrestling. And I said, I'm not talking like high school wrestling. I'm talking like wrestling in a ring, you know, wrestling, you know, WWE wrestling, but without all the drama. I said, I have a very good friend over in Oklahoma that does independent wrestling shows. And I like to holler at all the bad guys. And I said, I'm not a wrestler, but I have a gimmick name. And they call me Granny Hulkster. And you know, and I told them about my shirt, and they just all died laughing. I mean, they thought that was the most amazing thing in the world, <laughs> and they thought it was amazing that I helped with such a great organization with Wrestling for a Cause, you know, our, what we do to help these kids with cancer. They thought that that was absolutely amazing because, you know, uh, the moves, you know, the, the moves, you know, we are known for. We have a we have a school called Moose Heart up in near Chicago at um where we help, you know, kids go there and live and they live with house parents and they go to school and, you know, graduate and get jobs and you know, um and then we have a retirement facility in Florida called Moose Haven. So a lot of our money that we make within our fraternal organizations goes to help these precious kids at Moose Heart and these wonderful seniors at Moose Haven down in Florida. Now, like, okay, like um, in a couple more years, Granny, because I've been with the Moose for 13 years now, in a couple more years, um, once I get 15 or more consecutive years with the Moose, I could retire and move to Moose Haven and move to Florida and and go live at Moose Haven. And basically, now you are going to let us come visit. You are going to let us come visit you, right? Well, yeah, if I ever decide to move there. But you know, that's I'm not moving there yet. But yeah, I mean, yeah, what, yeah. no, no. Wouldn't this be a cool idea? We do the show live from Granny Hawkster's patio. 
You know, we're all on cell phones, <laughs> and we're all looking at each other. I mean, wouldn't that be That would be cool. Well, no, I would bring I would bring the microphones, Icon. I would bring the um, the uh, you know the the the, the mobile mics, so it would be easier that way. Uh, just talking into the microphone instead of all sitting down on phones. Uh, we did have the caller on. Um, well, Granny was telling the story. I was right about to go over to him, but I, I they they dropped off. So. If they're still listening, we are going to click onto you. I don't know if you're planning on coming back or what that was. but. Well, what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to email them to get them back on then. Yeah, yeah. And All they're right, only so on hold for like off. two minutes. <laughs> All right. Is, did he call back? Uh, not yet. All right. Well, I will email them and get them back on. Uh, I'm going to have to drop off again, but uh, – I will be back on, so be watching for us. Yep. So, anyways, yeah, no, that would be cool to do. Uh, to do. I've had a, I've had a fun time. Um, I, you know, learned a lot. Um, got to see some friends I hadn't seen for a while. Got to make a lot of new friends. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's been. It's been a fun time, and the granny's ready to go home. I'm, I'm probably going to have to have a couple of days to recuperate just to catch up on my sleep. So I haven't, you know, the bad part is, too, I haven't got to see a lot of my friends that I flew out with from Springdale because my schedule had been so busy, you know, I and it was said they're in the other hotel, you know, which they're kind of connected. Which makes it nice, but I tell you, man, big swing. I tell you, they have a a, um, a Gordon Ramsay steakhouse out here in the oh, yeah? casino here. Well, out in here in the Paris Hotel where I'm at, oh my goodness, the prices on some of their food is just. Whew. Well, Vegas, yeah, Vegas <laughs> is crazy expensive, yeah. Oh yeah, so. All right, so we'll be watching for our guests. Hopefully, uh, he'll call back in. Uh, you know, I guess, you know, one thing is we'll have to start uh, coordinating this. Like, when a guest calls in, if they're online, we got to start putting them on. You know, I mean, I understand we're talking or whatever, but, you know, we got to make sure that we get them on, you know. So, anyway. Yeah, which is totally fine. I mean, you know, when it when it comes to – you know, radio, um, and, and I see this every day with the, with the ESPN station. I mean, I, I get it. You know, people want to get on and, and whatever, but I mean, there, there are people that are on hold for 20, 30 minutes sometimes before they get on. Um, you know, if somebody's on hold for two and a half minutes, uh, it's, it's not, not going to kill them. So, um, but, uh, anyways, yeah, no, we're just waiting on that, and uh, I, I think that would be a cool idea to uh, to sort of do the show in person from somewhere, whether it be from the Moose Lodge, from Granny's, you know, porch, uh, to somewhere in Fargo, to up here in New York, to, you know, go to a Wrestling for a Cause show, you know, do the podcast pre-show or post-show, uh, one of the two, I think would be kind of a, kind of a cool um, next step next level type of thing for the show to, to sort of take it, uh, you know, take it to that, to that next, 
that next uh, jump of, of something that we've, you know, we haven't obviously done yet. The only time we've done any show outside of the comfort of, you know, your guys' home or, or the studio here uh, has been when I went to, um, when, when I went up to Fargo for Maui Madness, that was it. I mean, other than that, uh, it's been, you know, the same sort of thing and, and the guests sort of come to us. I think it would be kind of cool if every once in a while, I'm not saying it's going to be an every, every show thing or uh, we might not even do it more than once because quite frankly, it is expensive. But I think it would be funny to uh, and fun and rewarding to maybe go to some of our guests sometimes as well and do the show live uh, in person that way. Uh, like I said, I have the mobile microphones and all that, so um, should be easy enough to do. But uh, but yeah, I kind of know uh, nobody's nobody's calling in uh, right now. There's there's I don't know if they're put off because they're on hold for two and a half minutes or what or what the deal is, but. Uh, they they're not on the well, pushboard at the moment. Well, well, I'll tell you what we got. Uh, you know, we got 29 minutes left of the show, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, I won't have to reschedule them again because uh, uh, this will be the this will be the third time I would have have to reschedule them if that's the case. But you know, the thing is, uh, as long as we got some time here, as long as we're trying to kill time, and uh, of course, WWE is still sucks because they don't have any competition yet. But when AEW starts going full bore. Uh, you know, we'll be talking more wrestling and stuff like that. But, you know, the interesting thing is I want to kind of talk about, for people that are listening, uh, kind of our, our humble beginning. It, it started out uh, with uh, Maui Madness and uh, Bob Wooded. He he saw some of the work I was doing on Facebook, and he actually came to my work, and uh, he told me about Maui Madness and all this. And then, of course, that's when we had uh, the the first Mind Madness. We had Buff Bagwell and Scott Steiner, and uh, you know we're going to have uh, Buff Bagwell on with us uh, the third week in July. I do believe coming up with him and his mom. And uh, of course, I still got to send the money for that. But anyway, uh, I met a guy there uh, named uh, Dustin, and uh, he, you know, I, I. I he was doing his show or something. Uh, I believe you guys was called, uh, what was it back then? Over the News or something? The what? Well, the thing that Dustin was doing, what was it called? Oh, Off the Ropes? Over, no, no, Over the News or something? The Oh, oh Overtime.News, yeah. Yeah, Overtime.News, right. And he told me about that. And I said, you know, hey, you know, give, you know, if you need an extra, if you need an extra body or an extra anything, give me a call. I'll come work with you. And then, uh, if you remember, it was after WrestleMania, was when I first uh, called in as a, uh, I guess you could say I was a guest when we played Pass the Phone. That was the WrestleMania where uh, Stephanie Man dressed up in that leather outfit. I believe Triple H came down on a motorcycle. Which WrestleMania yes, was that? Yes. That was, I think, was three, like years three years ago. ago, yeah. 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 And then, um, it, you know, then it uh, was you and me and, uh, let's see, it was you, me, Busy J, and who else? There was another one, wasn't there? Or was it just us three at the time? It was... No, we had some other... We had, we had a series of... Um, series of other co-hosts uh back back in the day but i think it was just me dustin and somebody else before you came on and then you were 
you jumped on. And I remember we had, uh, who still calls in every once in a while. We'll have Jeremy every once in a while. Uh, not Jeremy, excuse me, uh, Jason, uh, Sexual Chocolate, who calls in every once in a while. Uh, and then we had the other kid with the deep voice for a little bit. But, um, but yeah, no, we've we, 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 we been through a series of co-hosts. Yeah, we also had the, was that the guy from Connecticut? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, and then those guys went off to breeder pastures. You know, we, we still wish them nothing but the best. We wish they could have stayed with us. But here's the deal. Since they left, and this may sound like I'm bragging, but, I mean, Granny Holster joined us, uh, which was lucky for us because I happen to have a friend of hers as a guest. And, uh, Granny, refresh my memory, who, who your friend was. Is she done? Yeah. I don't know. No, no, no. It says she's still on. No, I don't know no, if she was paying attention. But... There she is. I have a few of my friends. Hear. Um, okay, Chelsea Stackhouse. Yeah, Chelsea. Because that's yeah. when I first, because I, I called in to listen to Chelsea, and then I started doing, helping me with the show. Brian right. Thompson, um, he, he's a friend of mine. We've had James Spears on here. He's a personal friend of mine. Tim Storm. V V train. So, v train. So. And so and then here's the deal. Like I say, those guys have all went off to greener pastures. You know, we wish them nothing but uh, nothing but the best. Like I said, but and back to my original point. Not that I'm breaking or anything, but since since you and I, Big Swing, have been on this thing. Uh, look! Look what we've gotten. We've got our own theme song. We got a major sponsor. We like to get more, and I'm working on getting more. We have three guests every on every night. Uh, we have, you know, it's the sky's the limit for us, and we eventually are going to make money for this thing. That is our goal. That we can get called by wrestling organization that come broadcast uh, their their matches on air. That's our goal. That's where we're going to take this thing eventually. It's slow going, I know, but you just got to wait with us, and it's going to happen. I got a lot of things cooking that I'm working on behind the scenes. Not that I'm bragging, but uh, I'll tell you what, I do a lot of stuff uh, besides being a co-host. You know, I get the guests. We do this. We do that. We coordinate. We do all this stuff. And it, it's it's going to be a, it's, it's a great adventure. We've been doing this together for three years, and since we changed Attitude Era Live, how many shows have we done now? Uh, since it's become Attitude Era Live, this is one hundred five. Right, and when you think about it, there's fifty two weeks in a year, so that's a two years and two weeks, if I'm calculating that correctly. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So. I, I don't know I don't know what's going on with our guests, but uh, I guess uh, um, you know because I I know that uh, some like uh, last night there was a disaster. What was called Cut the Promo Podcast, and I took that over. And uh, if you guys want to go ahead, I'm not I'm not going to get into it. But if you want to listen to uh, Jordan Garber's page, uh, go onto his page, Cut the Promo. Uh, you know, you can listen to the disaster, which was that show. Now, I want to let everybody know 
before I get started next week. Now, uh, I'm going to try and get on next week, uh, but like I say, I won't be on vacation, so I can't, I don't know, but I sure am going to try. Uh, So next week, uh, we have uh, another three-guest show. Uh, We are going to have... Uh, Kira uh, Lester. Now, if you remember, we had she was on uh, with us before. Uh, uh, she, uh, her dad is John John Rage Lester, uh, so she's going to be back on with us. Uh, we're going to have uh, Todd Phillips on with us. Uh, if you uh, if you guys want to check out him, he's going to be a great guest, and uh, we are going to have. The one I've been waiting for for a long time. Uh, we are going to have uh, I can't even I can't even read my writing. I am so <laughs> Does that happen very often? Uh, yeah, we're gonna have uh, uh, Bonnie uh, Maxon on with us. Uh, uh, let me tell you guys. She is going to be an interesting interview. And, uh, you know, I like to joke around with, uh, you know, asking guests out and all this stuff. She is one that I'm not going to do that with. Because I want want it to be a great interview. I don't want to turn it into a uh, Stevie Ray type interview. And uh, (laughs) I'm sick of those kind of interviews. So we're not going to do it. All right. Fair enough. And you know, uh, I want to let you guys know some other people that uh, we got coming up. Uh, Buff Bagwell, I mentioned. Judy Bagwell, I mentioned. Uh, you know, um, and for those of you guys who uh, don't know who some of these uh, up and coming guests are, uh, we're going to have a guy by the name of Garrett Bischoff. On with us. Uh, oh does, yeah. Does the last name does the last name sound familiar to you guys at all? It does. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna have uh, him on with us. And, and uh, uh, now, now, are there any restriction questions on that, or can I ask him pretty much anything about Eric, about his father? Well, it, well. Uh, he said it's an open book, but remember, we're, we we want to talk to him about his career, not his dad. Well, true, but I, I mean, I did have some Eric questions, but all right. Yeah, and the, and the thing is, if we uh, the the thing that I'm hoping, and uh, if we can stick to it, it's very possible that he could hook us up with him. So that is the goal that we have. So real quick here, one of, uh, we got about 15 minutes left of the show here. Why don't we talk a little WWE? We don't really do that much because WWE is not worth uh, talking about. But tonight was actually a decent think, show, though. Yeah. Well, do you think this Paul Heyman thing and Eric Bischoff thing is going to be a good thing or a bad thing, or is it just like I said before, they they put them into contracts so that they wouldn't go to AEW? It's possible. Uh, I, I mean, I think that's why they had Gallows and Anderson um, have a main event, sort of a heel turn, 
at the end of this show as well because I know that they were becoming discouraged with their role in WWE. So I, I and, and they didn't want them to leave. So I know that that right now they're doing kind of what they had to do back in the day with WCW, um, where they had to appease these guys so that they didn't leave to go to WCW. Uh, it's kind of the same thing now. They have to appease these guys so that they don't leave to go to AEW. So um, interesting, really, that uh, finally, after almost two decades, WWE has some competition. Well, you know, I'm going to ask you guys this, and I'll kind of uh, give my pitch on it. Who do you think that who do you think uh, is going to appear in AEW next? Here's the uh, you know I'm going to give I'm going to give uh, I'm going to try and give five. You guys try and give five. Uh, here's who I think we might see. Because um, uh, uh, I heard Bret Hart's there already. Um, uh, you might see uh, Sting maybe. Uh, you might see, um, help me out with, uh, why is <coughs> Yeah, but would that be, mind? yeah, would that be, would that be a mistake on, 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 uh, AEW's part bringing in Red Hart and the Sting, bringing in these old guys, um, simply because of, you know, that's the mistake WWE made where they're trying to bring these, these, uh, you know, legends back, these geriatric stars who haven't been in their prime and, you know, haven't been in their prime since I've been in elementary school and people are getting bored with the matches and things like that. I think that they should build their roster on young, new, interesting talent and, uh, you know, just leave, leave leave the old geriatric guys and and the faded legacies to, uh, to WWE. Because I, I think that, that would be the mistake if they're trying to copy them in that regard or if they're trying to put a middle finger to WWE by signing these older guys, I think that that would hurt them in a way because, like I said, the matches just aren't good anymore. These guys are just too old to really compete at a high level, and they need high-level matchups this early on. Well, you know, you, and then we'll let Drainy Holster uh, chime in here, but, I mean, they have Goldust now. I mean, he's not a young pup anymore, but I, here's a few other things that you might see. Uh, you know, you talked about the old guys, maybe not. I may be off base with this. I think you might see Vince Russo uh, show up. You might see Steph Jarrett show up. You might see Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, <laughs> Xbox. What do you think? Uh, we'll let uh, Granny say hers, and that uh, big swing. You can say it now. Now, and they'll ask you this big swing. Then we'll let Granny. Then you can think about this. What if they bring Edge in? Granny, what do you got? Your top five, and then uh, we'll go to Big Swing. On uh, we'll let them fester that for a little bit. Oh gosh, I don't know. You know, I mean, I I don't know about bring. I'm I'm kind of like you know Big Swing. You know, I mean to bring in some of the older wrestlers. You know, like you mentioned Sting. You know, I mean that would be amazing. But I mean, I don't know. You know, I. I'd have to really think about that one for a little bit before I gave any answers, but. All right. Well, Big Swing, what do you got? Um, I mean, like I said, I, I, I wouldn't want to see any of the, uh, the old guys, you know, in there. But, I mean, if I – um. I, you know, I'd like to see 
I'd, I'd like to see, you know, the guys that I would like to see are, are incapable of still wrestling. Like, you know, obviously the Shawn Michaels is, and the, you know, the old uh, you know, undertakers and things like that. But I know that those aren't going to happen. So, I mean, possibly maybe Big Show, uh, possibly a guy like Xbox, uh, Xbox, <laughs> Xbox. Uh, maybe like a like like a Booker T type of thing if he wants to rejuvenate his career. But really, honestly, I think that they should build around young talent, uh, young exciting talent, uh, instead of trying to bring in these old guys. Because honestly, nobody wants to see these old guys. Plus, those are WCW and WWE legacies. AEW doesn't want to you know copycat the legacy of WWE. They want to build their own, and the way of building their own. Uh, would be to build a young, homegrown talent, not bringing in, you know, walk-up superstars. So you're telling me, you're telling me that if AEW decided to bring in Edge, you would not be interested? Well, Edge can't wrestle anymore, so... Well, no, if they bring him in, if they bring him in for some capacity, like a commentator or manager or something, um, no, I, no, no, I'm very interested in AEW. I'm not saying I'm not interested. I'm just saying that, um, I, I don't think that they, that that would be a smart strategy on their part, but yeah, I would watch edge anywhere you went. I mean, you know that. Okay. Just checking. Um, you know, and I wonder if they, uh, you know, you know, you mentioned that, you know, old geriatric talent, but, you know, I wonder if, uh, you know, like some of these, uh, wrestling on like NXT right now and stuff that you know don't get don't get the nod in WWE if they would go to AEW if the WWE is possible about that or are they going to try and lock these guys up? It's definitely possible, but I think Vince is going to try to lock down anybody he can right now. Because you know, uh, do you guys agree that uh, Vince probably learned from uh, what? WCW did to his roster back in the day? Because that's how it all started when they took Diesel and Razor Ramon. True. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, this could start another interpromotional war. I mean, that, that's definitely true. But... Hey, speaking of, uh, uh, you know, uh, Big Swing, if you want me to, because they said that she was going to be here in Fargo. Alexa Bliss is supposed to be here. If I get, if I can get close enough and get a, a couple snapshots, pictures, would you want me to send them to you? Oh, of course. All right. Of course. I'll see if, I'll see if I can't ever give me a kiss on the cheek or something. Make it really Oh, boy. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Or I'll have her slap me in the face or something. That would be even better. Hey, you know, speaking of that, where he has, um, uh, I'm trying to think of what's her name. Uh, the real big uh, female wrestler. Uh, Nia Jax. Yeah, where has she been? Well, uh, I don't know. Well, you I, know, I, think she got I injured, mean, I know she? her and... I thought she was injured, like because I mean her yeah. and Tamina had been tag teaming, but I think Nia was injured. I think she's injured. I think she is. You no, know, you haven't seen you haven't seen Paige for a while either. You said, haven't seen who? 
Paige. Oh no! Well, no, Paige was just like um. No, I know she brought in a tag team on um, SmackDown, but I mean, she just um. You know, of course, she had all together too. You know, so. And, uh, you know, speaking of that, guys, uh, I, I'm going to uh, announce a couple other big guests. Uh, we're going to have uh, – you guys have uh, seen the movie uh, uh, Fighting With My Family. Have you guys seen that yet? I want to. I haven't seen it yet, I but I want to. haven't seen it yet, yeah. Well, uh, it's a great movie. Uh, it, you know, talks about Paige and how she started in the WWE, and uh, we're going to have her dad on with us in December. That'll be fun. And uh, did you guys ever see the movie Eight Seconds? No. About Lane Frost? I've seen eight. I I've seen Eight Seconds. That's a yeah. I've seen that movie. We're we're gonna have Lane Frost's nephew and his parents on with us. How how um. how many wrestling shows can say they they have that? Not too many. That's right. Thank you. So, uh, Uh. you know, we got about, uh, what, about five minutes before we got to wrap up the show, but uh, what, uh, you guys got any big plans this week for the 4th? Granny's no, just really. going to be recuperating from her trip. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds like fun. Uh, Big Swing, I bet you must have some sporting events that you got to cover, don't you, on the fourth? I, I do. I'm also <clears throat> having, like, a party and having some people over and things. But, uh, but yeah, I um, I uh, I do have to do a couple of games. Uh, also, we cover... Fun, uh, interestingly enough, we cover the um, the uh, Nathan's the hot dog eating concert. And uh, you notice, Big Swing, that the uh, the twin the twins helped uh, your Yankees by beating Tampa Bay. Yes, yes, they did. Yeah, twins are, twins and, are doing uh, really well right now. Yeah, you know, and I hate to say it, Granny, but. Uh, uh, I know that you're a Royals fan. I believe you're a Royals fan. I know uh, they lost. My son, my son already informed me how bad they lost. Well, no, I wasn't informing about that. But they're in the division that the Twins are in, so you know, and uh, they're like, like in the basement, really, you know. And uh, I want to uh, send a shout out to the Invaders. They did win this weekend. Uh, here, here's the funny thing about that game. We won 27-2. to two. Uh, We were going for a two-point conversion. They intercepted the two-point conversion, ran it back for two points. I don't know if you guys knew that you could do that or not. But uh, yes. the, start, the start of the third quarter, uh, the team that we were playing had the fourth bit. They, had, they started out with 13 guys, and they got an injury, so they only had 12. So they had to fourth bit the rest of the game. So it was a 27-2 to victory at halftime. Oh, good. And the Red Hawks are now a half a game behind Street Paul, a.k.a. the St. Paul Aints. 
Packers. I, I don't like St. Paul, and I don't like the Winnipeg Gold Knights either, who the uh, the uh, Red Hawks are playing now, as we speak. As we speak, they're playing at this moment. Uh, well, I'm sure the game got uh, the game must be over right now, but uh, they did play the Gold Knights. I don't know what the result was, but uh, sure was a victory because you know it is Winnipeg. And uh, you know, well, we have an arena here, team. Uh, we have an arena football team here um, that's in some place. You ever go to any of their games? Yeah, actually, like we had a really good arena football team when I was young, and then they um, then they left, then they came back, and they were like arena two or whatever that is that that lower one, and they sucked, and then they. Basically, we're, we're run out of town because they weren't good. And then now the new team is back in, the Albany Empire. And they are, uh, I think they're like eight or nine and one, something like that. So, yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Well, here's my question. How come you haven't sent me any, uh, like, souvenirs, like schedules and stuff from that team? You know, I collect I can send you. I mean, I can send you a schedule, but, I mean, I haven't, you know, I haven't, like, bought any T-shirts at the game or anything like that, but. Well, no, I, no I'm, not, I'm not into correcting churching or anything like that, but, uh, you know, like schedules or magnets or anything like oh, that. Oh, I can do, you know, yeah, uh, I can do, I can do, I can books, do that, yeah. Yearbooks, stuff like that. In fact, they, they just lost on Saturday to the Philadelphia Soul on the road. Um, but here, so here's their schedule real quick. Columbus Destroyers, Washington Valor, Philadelphia Soul, Atlantic City Blackjacks, and Baltimore Brigade. There's only what one, two, three, four, five, six teams in the Arena League now, and uh, and, and Albany's one of them. And uh, Albany's eight and two, so it looks like they're going to get a home playoff game here as well, uh, which might be kind of cool. So um, I'm hoping that uh, you know Arena football, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that it, it gives Albany something. You know, what I'm saying it gives Albany something to uh, be excited about because we haven't had any real you know, sports teams around here uh, ever since the Giants moved their training camp. Giants used to have a training camp uh, at UAlbany, and they, they moved that back down to Jersey. So we didn't really have any professional sports around here. So now that we uh, now that we do, it's, it's always fun. But, well, how far are you from Yankee Stadium? Uh, without traffic? Mm, I, I can get there relatively quick. I mean, I'm up. I'm uh, up in no. Albany. Yeah. So you know, I'm about two. And a, I'm about two and a half hours from the city north. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of uh, you know, speaking of the New York Yankees, uh, uh, you know, this uh, last weekend, uh, you know, I got to hang out with Tommy John and Raleigh Fingers, uh, Johnny Bench, um, and. Um, Goose Gossage, I know you've heard of them, and uh, I, have. I was supposed to say hi. To you, I was supposed to say hi to you guys from Roger Maris Jr. Uh, and Andy Strasburg. Uh, they they're going to be coming back on with us. Uh, yes, we uh, had Strasburg. We've had them both on actually. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be back on with us in the fall, at, after their summer slows down a little bit. So anyway, we got about a minute left here, so. Uh, we're going to cut it now, and uh, we're going to be back Monday. Hopefully our guest isn't too pissed. 
Um, but, you know, just remind him that, you know, sitting on hold for, you know, two minutes isn't going to kill him. So hopefully we can get him back on and, uh, you know, we will see you guys next week. Dead man walking. You got it now. You got it made a big mistake. And I can't allow you to think you can just walk away. Don't turn around and face the fiber you're gonna pay. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.